0: I think we should make a movie called The From a Leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, i tell you one thing.
1: I can't understand stupid people. Oh, yeah. I-, I can't understand people that have no idea. Like when you're talking to them about science, even if it's basic science, like the stuff you and I know, you know what I mean? Cause we're we're not like an evol- evolution biologist. We're not we're not a freaking uh, astrophysicist, astrophysicist or yeah, anything like that. Biochemical engineering or anything right. like that. Right. So, uh, but you know, the basic science that we talk about. People that can't understand that, like the basic science that we learned in freaking high school. Yeah. And they can't understand it. First off, how did you get through high school then? How do you even have a diploma? Or, or even a GED? You're like, how in the fuck are you... You know... You can't understand any of this basic science that you probably started learning in the 7th grade and all the way up through high school you can't understand that? All you can understand is a big magical invisible guy did all this and poof and look at that I and mean, poof and look oh there's bunnies and poof and you're like... No, dude... <laughs> That's a freaking fairy tale story from hell. Um, it's just nuts that you can't, your brain can't wrap around that. Oh, all I knew it was a good book. Uh, there's nothing good about that book. I mean, yeah. I suppose if you like reading fairy tales, it might be a good book, but yeah. mostly it's not. And uh, that's that's like the thing where uh, where it literally says. Um... There she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys, and whose emissions were like that of horses. In other words, you know, emissions, you know. Yeah. And uh, this comes from Ezekiel 21 to 29. You know, and then it says Fifty Shades of Prey, because that that's so pornographic, really, right, yeah. that she might as well be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. But, uh, you know, and she's got a smile on her face in the picture. Um, this little girl, you know, like, what the heck? So the Bible is kind of um, dirty. <laughs> yeah. Dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm going to have to post that on our, our web page. Religion, their, their book, any of their books, they give you a story of how things were made or created and why and blah, 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 and all this and that and the other whole morals and virtues thing. But uh, it doesn't give any specific detail of anything. All right. You know, they just say, oh, well, this just happened. You know, God just did this. Well, give us some details. Like, you can't just say that. You can't
0: just say, oh, well, you know, God just did this. And poof. Yeah, well, that's just like the whole, like, going back to Adam and Eve again. Yeah. You know, with, like, or Adam and Lilith. He made he made both of them from... The, the dirt of the earth. The dirt, dirt of the earth. Well,
1: I well, mean... Well, I can explain that, the, the whole making mankind or Adam and Lilith from dirt of the earth, because that's kind of like saying evolution without saying evolution. Because the dirt of the earth contains carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, all these different things that, that we are made of. Right. So if you have all of these chemical components that we're made of, and those are the same chemical components you can find in the dirt of the earth. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's kind of saying God made us evolve from the very planet we live on,
0: mm.
1: from from the the dirt and quote unquote everything of the earth, which the dirt has a bunch of rotted plants and and animals and everything, anything that dies, insects, whatever, you know all that rots and goes right back into the dirt of the earth. So everything that every living creature and thing is made of, whether it be animal, vegetable, or whatever,
0: right. returns
1: back into it. So I can kind of understand that, you know, if we if we come from the rudimentary building blocks that are here on our planet. So um, it kind of agrees with science a little bit, except right. for the whole... You know, uh, using God using His very hands to take the dirt of the earth and shape it into these two people, Adam and Lilith, Um, and of course Eve coming from Adam and Lilith, right? And then you know, uh, Eve is Adam's daughter, and then Lilith gets booted, you know, into the lands of Nod from the garden. So, what is the lands of Nod? They're all the lands east of Eden um, where there was wickedness and not the presence of God and whatever. So it was just like the the underneath of the flat earth? (laughs) No, it was kind of like right over the mountains from where the Garden of Eden was from. Oh, okay. And there was all kind of people there. And at one point... Where did them people come from? Um... Those were the people they called Adamites. They were pre-Adam and Eve. They came from somewhere else or something else. Uh, like from angels or from, from uh, aliens or wherever they, you know, think that they came from. But Adam, Adamites, there were, there were people here before Adam and Eve. And uh, Adam and Eve were just the, ch- you know, the well, Adam and Lilith and then, of course, Eve were just the chosen bloodline of God. You know, the ones that he preferred or, or made with his own knowledge or hands or science. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and apparently the Adamites are the ones that, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was now, if it was Enoch or if it was... Seth or who, you know, they they went over the mountain range toward east, toward the lands of Nod. And he looks down upon all these people. And he says to God, um, you know, who are these people and whatnot? And, and I surely must kill them. You know, to, because there were so many of them, you know, and... and and uh, whoever it was, whether it was Enoch or, or Seth or I'd have to look that up again. <clears throat> but uh been a long time since I read any of that. But uh he was afraid of these people because they weren't from his family. Right. They they weren't they weren't uh Hebrews. Mm-hmm. They were someone else. And they already had like cities built. So also east of where the Tigris and Euphrates rivers come together, which is where the Garden of Eden was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. East of that was uh, Sumeria. So what he probably saw was Sumerians. And was like, you know, who are these people? I don't know these people, you know, and, and I surely should kill them. Well... That's very Christian of you. Well, back then they weren't Christian, they were just Jewish Christianity didn't exist that far back. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, uh, but, you know, so he comes upon other people. Well, that's true. Where did the other people come from? If uh, if Adam and Eve, well, Lilith and Adam originally, but then Adam and Eve were the first of that bloodline, and according to the Bible, the first people on earth. However, later in the Bible it
0: says there were Adamites before that. I really wish they'd put their story in, like, you know, uh, in the right time frame. Yeah, <laughs> they put it in order. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you know, it's you get all, like three quarters of the way through, and then you're like, hold on, now I have to read it all the way back. Yeah. Because right. I'm now like, can not I just rip this page out and stick it in between these two pages? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> but apparently, the Adamites uh, that were there before Adam. They. Uh, They couldn't speak to God like Adam and Eve could or Adam and Lilith could. They couldn't speak to God and physically talk to Him and see Him. um, Because they were impure. They weren't part of that creation thing from God, that bloodline. So, uh, but Adam and Eve and Lilith could actually stand before God, and look at God, and talk to God, and uh, understand Him, but uh, as it turns out, what that really shows me is that um, the Bible's all wrong, there were several types of humans from all over the world, different continents and everywhere, and they just didn't know about it because they thought that whole little tiny area was their world, was the whole world. And they didn't realize that there were other types of people out there that had been there long before them. You know, because when you go on to, uh, over the top of those mountains and you look down and you see all these people that are not your kind that have cities built.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that shaz- uh, sheds uh, some or casts some shadows of doubt on... The whole creation story and and the whole uh, Judaic um, beginning beliefs right so in a way I think really the stories that they have in in the Bible in the Old Testament especially were only about the Jewish people yeah their bloodline their beginning not the beginning of all mankind their beginning,
0: right?
1: Um, where they came from, mm-hmm. so that religion and that creation story and whatnot does not apply to the Sumerians or any of the other ones that uh, were already existing before this little group of Hebrews decided to travel eastward and. You know, find other lands and find other people. Right. So they started that from just, you know, that's like, that was probably word of mouth from one person to another, this history of what we you know going to, well, where did we come from? You know, well, specifically meaning the the Jewish people, the uh, Hebrew tribes, which originally it wasn't Hebrew, it was Hibaru. Hibaru? Hibaru. The Hibiru Tribes. Um, You know, there's so many things taken out of the Bible, put back in, rehashed, taken out again. You know, they they just, throughout the years, they just kept changing the stories. Because when things would pop up that made it look bad or not, like, you know, this was not correct. Mm -hmm. I think they would just say, okay, well, we're just going to take that out. Toss it over here in this stack of shit. And uh, they keep <coughs> reworking, retranslating, and reconforming their book to try to fit life as life changes. Right. And they're having a hard time doing it because the more we move forward and uh, get new knowledge, the more or the harder it is for them to try to make their religion conform to that. And say, oh, well, God did this. Right, right. And pretty soon they won't be able to make it conform at all. Because <coughs> if, um, if a, say, an alien or aliens, some other beings from somewhere else, mm-hmm. come to this planet, well, they're going to have a hard time trying to make their Bible conform to that. Yeah. You know, because it says that life is only here on Earth, and that we are the center of the universe. Because first thing out of their mouth, be like, "How did you get through the firmament?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they're like all geocentric, you know, with like uh, life and plants and animals that only exist on Earth, and we are the center of it all. The sun goes around us; we don't go around the sun. Okay. Yeah, they they think that the Earth is the center of the whole entire universe. That everything out there goes around Earth. Earth is the central focus point. But I'll tell you what, if um, If a being from another planet or star system comes here, you know, extraterrestrial, alien, whatever you want to call it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like the Sumerians said happened, yeah, well, if they, if they ever come here, the Christians, especially the Christians, uh, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe the uh, Hebrews, too, but the Christians will have a hellified hard time making their Bible conform to that, because their Bible says that we are it, like, we are the center of it all, and this is the only place that there's life like that, so... Uh, if somebody comes, if if beings come from another star system or planet, mm-hmm. and come here, um, they're gonna have to rip their whole book to pieces to try to redo it. Pretty to much. try to make it, to try to make their god fit in with that, because their book says these people, these beings, don't even exist, right. and then they're right in front of your face. Yeah, like uh, now, explain it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, wait, give us like. Uh, Another two hundred years to rework our Bible so that we can fit this in and and then we'll have you trying to believe that, that these people here or these beings here that came from this planet, you know, hundreds of light years away were created by God as well. What are you gonna do? Throw out the whole geocentric thing that we're the center of the universe then and say, Oh well, there is life other places and we might have had that wrong. Um, no, you can't do that. You can't keep trying to change your book and add little bits and pieces.
0: I know, and then when you try to, like, debate them, they'll be like, well, I go by the fourth version of of the Testament.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, they just keep saying, you know, oh, I'm only New Testament, or I'm only reprised New Testament, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, which is funny because in the beginning of their whole religion the judeo-christian religion it's it, they claim that their god says that this book contains my words the word of god and no one can no one can remove or add anything to it or change it but they've removed, added and changed for 2000 years now They keep changing it to try to fit how our world around us changes because if they just stayed with the way it was originally, it would already be considered toilet paper. Yeah. You know, you might as well wipe your ass with it because nothing... If you read the original translations and text, um, so many things in them have been disproved. You can't, uh, you know... They just had to keep changing it constantly. Oh, we need to add this and throw this in there. Or we need to change the way we teach this to people and say, Well, well, you know, well, I believe that, you know, what God means by this or what Jesus means by this is this.
0: Right. Uh, so yeah. you're
1: giving your opinion on what you think that God or Jesus is saying. Well, you're not supposed to do that. You know, you're supposed to take the word for what it is because it is the absolute truth. Well, obviously it's not the absolute truth, no.
0: you know. <laughs> when you have to take something and medically for it or metaphorically change it to yeah. what, oh, well, you, you know, you read the Bible and then it's it's for what you get out of it. Like, you know, everybody gets something different out of it. I'm like, well, no, it's black and white when red. <laughs> yeah. Right there.
1: Right. That's, uh... Yeah, you Are you trying
0: to tell me that Noah's Ark is a metaphor? Metaphor for what? Right.
1: And uh, when they give the measurements of the Ark, it is nowhere large enough to carry two of every animal on Earth. Oh, yeah, and there's dinosaurs on there, too. Yeah, right. And and it's not, uh... And it's not large enough to even carry two of every animal from the Middle <coughs> East. hmm You know, so... We have no... We don't have any kind of seafaring vessel today. Not even the largest seafaring vessels. Not even the largest cruise ships or the largest freaking aircraft carriers in our military. None of them are large enough to carry a male and a female of every species of living thing on this planet. Not
0: even some of the biggest cargo ships can hold that much.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. An airliner... uh, I mean, uh, a... a freaking uh oh what do you call it? I just said that there too. Air, oh aircraft. aircraft carrier can carry way more than any cargo ship. Right. Because them things are huge, huge. I mean, you know, if you if you ever see pictures of them Oh, I've been on one. On an aircraft carrier? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old the ones from World War Two that they have, like, down in Virginia that that people yeah, can tour?
0: Yeah, that's what I did.
1: Yeah, those are tiny ones compared to what we have now. And I mean tiny. Right. Because now you can see, like...
0: Oh, yeah, because this was, like, over
1: 20-some years ago. I mean. Yeah. Well, nowadays... I mean, the ones they have down there are, are retired ones from World War II. hmm And the ones from Vietnam were even bigger. And then uh, the ones we have now are so incredibly large that you can see, like, 20, you know, A-18 Hornet jet fighters, 20 of them stacked the whole way down the ship. On one side. On one side, and it looks like a parking lot. And then on the other side, where they actually take off from, you can see another 20 of them all coming in behind each other, getting ready to freaking go.
0: Right.
1: So, you know, you're talking about 40 jet planes on a deck of a ship. That's a huge freaking ship. That thing's almost the size of a small airport. You know, it's just, and you still couldn't fit all the animals. The two, you know, one of one male and one female of every animal on Earth, you could not fit on there.
0: Right. And that just had all the dinosaurs that eat all the other animals. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. What did they feed? Two lions, two tigers, two jaguars, two cheetahs, you know, these are things that, without weapons, if, if humans had never developed weapons, the number one top of the food chain, the number one animal or thing at the top of the food chain would not be humans. It would be the large cats. Because they would eat us. Oh, yeah. For sure. And uh, so what are you going to feed them on your ark? Wait a minute, you got two lions, two tigers, two jaguars, two cheetahs, two everything. What are you feeding them? Are you feeding them the other animals? Well, you can only have two of them animals. If you feed them to the cats, then those animals are non-existent now. Right, yeah. So what did you feed them? Did you feed them, did God have magic food? <laughs> magic yeah. food. Yeah, is all of a sudden God dropping like steaks or bags of fucking cat food and dog yeah. food and shit onto the boat? <laughs> oh, here, your cats need some food. I got them Purina. Oh, wait, that doesn't exist yet. Um, yeah,
0: he'd be like, I went down to, the, you know, pet store down here. Yeah, right. To, and, I, and I just let all my animals in there and be like, pick out what you want, buddies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And also, if they um had all the herbivores, you know, the ones that eat vegetable and things like that, you know, rabbits and stuff, you know, eat grass and little plants, what did they do? Have, like, Huge bins just full of, like,
0: grass clippings and other vegetation for these vegetable-eating animals. And Not just that, like, by the time, within a day, half that stuff's starting to rot. Uh-huh. And yet Noah's uh, Ark apparently float around, floated around
1: for almost a year, or maybe more than a year. I can't remember what that said on there either. But uh, so he's floating around for a year. How, how much food did he have to last to feed two of every living creature on earth? Yeah, and what the hell did Noah eat? Well, that's, that's the thing. They would have had to have eaten something too.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, and uh, not only that, but it says that uh, at some point, Noah and his family had slaughtered the clean animals, which are the ones that the Hebrews are allowed to eat, you know, no pig, no bottom feeders, no nothing like that. So, um, so what the heck did, uh, what the heck happens to those animals then? Because they only had two of each. So, you know, if they eat duck or if they eat chicken or if they eat, you know, whatever, that means they have to kill one of these two animals. Well, if you kill one, the other one can't reproduce anyway. Right. So so you kill that one off, too. Yeah, so, so if you, and it said that they slaughtered them according to the proper way to slaughter your food, the proper Jewish way to slaughter. And when you slaughter, you also make, it's called a sacrifice to God. You make a sacrifice, you know, like the whole whatever, I'm sorry, God, for killing this wonderful creature of yours, but we need to eat and we feel really sad and whatever, whack and cut its head off and eat it. So, you know, it literally says that they made an, an offering, um, a sacrifice of the clean animals, which means the ones that you can eat. Right. So they kill them as a sacrifice, and then they eat the carcass. Well, all of a sudden, whatever animals you just killed there, buddy, there, there's no more of those on earth, you right. know, because that's the
0: only ones that were left. not just that, why would he, he spend all that time... With all these animals and an ark to save them. But then after he saves them, he kills them. Right. So, and then there's the whole deal about... Uh, it says
1: that, it, that uh, the floods killed every living creature on earth... Except for the ones Noah took. So you're telling me all the fish, sharks, lobsters, eels... Everything that live under the water died in a flood are you kidding me they'd be happy they'd be like look we got a lot more land here a lot more water now that we can freaking this rocks you know fuck the humans fuck everybody else this rocks we own all of the earth now because we are water dwellers right you know and they're not so yeah we just took over the world (laughs) yeah so it uh, so it doesn't make sense that it killed every living thing because fish are not gonna care if the whole earth floods. Sharks they wouldn't aren't even gonna care. know. Octopus and, and and uh squids and everything else that lives in the ocean would not give a damn. I almost said a good goddamn but you know <laughs> So so they wouldn't give a damn. They'd be like, Yes yeah, rocks, man. Oh look, dead humans floating around. Who cares? <laughs> you know? Like, hey shark, go eat
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Hey shark, there's some freaking, you know pre-processed food for you. (laughs) Pre-processed. Yeah. Yeah, You didn't even have to kill them. (laughs) So, uh, so that makes no sense. There's a lot of things that make no sense. And then when you go to ask preachers or Christians about that, they have no answer for it. No, and they just get mad. Yeah. They have no answer for it. That's like, you know, the whole deal with, uh, with um, Christianity and the Jesus thing and, and, uh, you know, they, they crucify him and whatnot. Well, they, you know, Christians say, well, you know, King Herod had him put to death, you know. and But the thing is, there's no King Herod. I, the only place King Herod exists is in the Bible, ever. There's no records of him. There's no scrolls from him. There's no tablets. There's, no, there's nothing that he signed into law. There's just nothing. There is no trace of a King Herod, and if you actually look up in history who was was the uh, the King, quote unquote, or whatever, of Judea at the time, it was King Tiberius, and there is record of him. There are laws and edicts and scrolls signed by him. So did he just make this name up, or what? Herod, yeah, I don't know where they came up with that. Herod, and the Herodians. You know, <coughs> the, uh, it, it's just, it must be made up, because, I mean, seriously, you can get on the internet and look up actual history and see that it was Tiberius. And every time I've asked a preacher, or a priest, or anybody about that, you know, like, where did you come up with Herod? Because, uh, apparently it was Tiberius during that whole time Tiberius was king before quote unquote Jesus was born mm-hmm. and he was king after long after Jesus was put to death so that means during the whole time of the life of this Jesus character Tiberius was the king or emperor that whole time whole time and even past his death He was still the king, so Herod must be some kind of phantom ghost. He's nobody because he didn't exist. There is no record anywhere of him being born, dying, nothing. Hmm. So uh, they just made up a name and put it in there. You know what? That makes that whole portion of the the Bible not true. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, I, but, but sometimes when I'd ask, like, preachers and whatnot, he'd say, well, well, back then, it may have been, Herod may have been a name that they, they gave Tiberius, that they just called him Herod for some reason. You know, I, I guess in a way, like, you know, we call Barack Obama, well, a lot of people, you know, just say Obama. Mm-hmm. or whatever, but still, that's one of his names, that's his last name, it's his legal last name, right, but uh, but I, a lot of times people have said, well you know, maybe Herod was a nickname that they gave Tiberius or this, that, or the other well, then you can't put it in your Bible that he was called King Herod because his name should be Tiberius, because that's who was king at that time so, you know, you guys are fucked <laughs> that's very funny yeah, you know them and their whole people who never existed and there's no no freaking trace no evidence at all that they ever existed great so you know and you can't say well old people didn't keep good records back then well, no I'll tell you what the Hebrews kept really good records of everything of every harvest of just everything every birth every death they kept immaculate records and by the way you know hebrews jewish people still keep immaculate records to right. this very day yeah. that's why they're so good with with money and and law and and uh, all these kind of things because they keep perfect freaking records all the time and always have as a matter of fact the essene tribe they recorded everything births deaths uh um, harvests, sicknesses, weather, everything. They kept track of everything.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah, so you can't say that, you know, certain people, oh, well, they didn't, they just didn't keep good records back then. Baloney. Yeah, when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, a lot of those scrolls were just things written down about treasures, money, harvests, births, deaths, marriages, Everything everything they just right. it was just a whole lot of keeping record and track of everything so yeah there's a there's no excuse for it there's no excuse for why a lot of these bible characters why there is no record of them especially if they if they got married mm-hmm. because you know, the whole marriage thing with with the Hebrews, you know, they kept track of every single marriage of who was joined with who. Husband and wife. And the birth of children. All of it. So, uh yeah, they can take that whole well they can keep good records back then and shove it right up their bunghole. <laughs>
0: Bung hole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It just uh there's too many inconsistencies. There's too many things that one story in, the, in, in their holy book will completely contradict another story. And, uh, you know, it's just all around it's crazy. Like, oh, well, this says this, but this says this, so which one is it? Well, it's both, because I believe that this guy meant this when he said that and blah, 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 and... Well, that's just you making conjecture. You're like you're 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 saying that to you you think he meant this. But the right. actual words that, that this god says you cannot add, remove or change anything in this book means that what you read is what it means. It doesn't you don't have to have a guy saying, Well, I think he means this and blah 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 and you know, no, don't don't think anything. Read the words and because it's supposed to be literal. Mm. And if you read those words that are supposed to be literal, it literally means nothing. It's literally shit. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's like opening a book with empty pages. Might as well be. Yeah. Because there's so many contradictions in there. If you actually go on the internet and, and type in contradictions in the Bible... It will bring up such a huge list. It would take you months to go through them all. Months, you know. I mean, you just be there at a computer until your eyeballs fell out of your head and rolled <laughs> around. It's uh, it's it's all ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I still, like I say, I do understand the point of it. I do understand that people that were uneducated couldn't read and didn't understand anything, and were all afraid and couldn't handle death and couldn't handle this, that, and the other, or loss. I understand that it was written to calm them down and make them feel better mm-hmm. or to give them some understanding of what's going on in the world around them and why this is this way and that's this way and this is that way and everything else. But, um, you know, when, when when you get your first books as a kindergartner or first grader in a C-spot run and all that kind of crap,
0: right, yeah, yeah, you
1: know, that's, that's just sort of try to teach you things or uh, bedtime stories read, read from a book by your mother or whatever. That's supposed to kind of help you understand the world and, 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 and learn things. Right. But once you're past that kindergarten phase, hell, you know, once you get into the primary grades, you don't need those books anymore. No. It's time to throw it out. Mm-hmm. So mankind is way past its infancy now. I mean, now we have technology that is insane you know, stuff that back in the 70s when I was really, really little or 80s when I was, you know, going into my teenage years and stuff like that. Well, everything I learned back then, half of it doesn't even apply now. Mm -hmm. You know, there's uh, our technology and our knowledge and, and everything has gone so far that it's time to get rid of those old books and catch up. So that's you know, that's what I'd have to say about their Bible. Man, that was meant for people two thousand years ago and
0: we're way beyond that now. Yeah, so because so we don't need that yeah, anymore. Like like that book Everybody Poops. Yeah, right. That that book's more truthful than the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah.
1: It is too. They'll be like the Christians will be like, Oh yeah, we'll prove it. I don't know. Did you take uh, Did you take shit today? Did <laughs> <Yeah>. you poop? <laughs> if not, then you got a bad problem. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. gonna <might> explode. <laughs> you might want to lay off the cheese. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I understand the book, and I understand why they wrote it, and I understand that they needed it at that point to to keep everybody from gooning the fuck out. Right. And uh, it just. We're beyond that now. That's all I have to say. We're beyond it. Way beyond. Yeah. No, I imagine there's still some people out there that are kind of stupid and don't understand anything. And they might still need that book. And that's why they're so attracted to it. Because they read all the other books and they're like, I don't understand any of this. And then they open the Bible like, oh, I understand. You know, (laughs) oh, oh, wow. Then
0: your brain is in its infancy. (laughs) It makes sense. It's like, why? Because it's unexplained. (laughs) It's just, this is what it is. And that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because they can only understand the simple things, and the moment you say, you know, anything scientific, the moment you say protozoa or you know anything like that, or or um, genetics, or you know DNA, dioxin, ribonucleic acid, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're gonna be like, huh, I don't understand. Well, that's too bad. Where were you in school? Um, wait, how do you not understand? Of course, you know. Then there's that comparison where it shows the 48 continental United States, and they rate it at the you know the most religious being number one. Yeah. And uh, and then underneath that, the IQs, the average IQ in that state. So, the number one most religious state is Mississippi. And in uh, intelligence or IQ-wise, they rate 48th out of the 48 states. In other words, they, are the, they have the lowest IQ, the lowest high school graduation, graduation rate, the lowest uh, attendance of college, the lowest amount of degrees got in college. All belong to the most religious state. And the least religious state has the highest IQs. The, the most, uh, the most, um, college degrees, you know, obtained, the most high school graduates, the most, you know, so the more religion there is, the lesser the intelligence, the less religion there is, the higher the intelligence. And it's evident, you can see it put out on a map with every state in the continental United States. Right. Which means they're not including Alaska or, or, Hawaii. or Hawaii. Right. So uh, So the way that works then is the more God you got, the less brains you got. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Logic. <laughs> logic. Yeah, logic. No doubt. Uh, you know, using logic and reason. And it's funny because I've seen several times where there's pictures of churches... And you know how they post something on their sign, their light up sign? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen several of them from different churches where it says, um, Reason is the enemy of God, or, you know, something very similar.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I think I even have somewhere a picture. Of one of those uh, church, you know, uh, light up signs where it says, reason is the enemy of God. Okay. So, if you think with reason and logic, apparently you're God's enemy. Because God is afraid that you will prove him non-existent. (laughs) That, you know, that reason will make you walk away from religion
0: not necessarily I mean you can be religious and and hopefully have some type of intelligence or think for yourself at l- the least you know right like yeah. you can still be religious and, and have knowledge of <coughs> things
1: yeah and then uh, another interesting interesting thing I saw I think I have here here's one for Christianity shows uh, shows a picture of what appears to be, you know, Jesus, and it says believing in your own hallucinations is called insanity. Believing in someone else's hallucinations is called religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that's
0: that's something else. Yeah, there's a couple of them that I really like, like, like religion. Uh, you know, um, what does it say? It says it says religion real big, and then at the bottom it says uh, since uh, society's acceptance mental illness. Yeah, I suppose accepting a religion
1: is accepting the mentally ill. Uh, that seems kind of right. What what it was though? What it said was um that
0: God God trumps. Laws, our laws. Right? Oh, I remember, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, something about
1: it, God trumps our laws, and then below that it says that kids is the start of terrorism.
0: Yeah, I think it says something like the Bible is. Oh, Bi- the Bible is above the Constitution. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, and that is, and
1: then below that it says that is the start of terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true, look
0: at, like we talked about earlier with, um, um, you know, Middle East and all that. Yeah. And that wasn't even one of them little light-up signs, man, that was like a big piece of wood that's painted like that. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes it is. Man, sometimes you see things on the internet that are... Defend America, fire the Republicans. <laughs> yeah. That was good. All of these are in the Bible zombies, satyrs, wizards, witches, uh, a cockatrice, demons, unicorns, talking donkeys, and dragons. So why do Christians get upset when we call it a fairy tale?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God, that is funny. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if (coughs) the flying spaghetti monster was in there, too. Yeah, right. Okay,
1: everybody. That's all we have for this episode. And uh, thank you for watching. Remember to always think for yourself and make your own decisions and choices. And that's it for Reason is Reality for today. I'm Jay. I'm Steve. And we hope to see you next time.
0: Yeah. Also, um, you, we have a new website, com, And we have a brand new store with all kinds of awesome merch. So make sure you check that out. And so, you can also support us on Patreon now at Reasonage Reality. And um, we'll catch you next time.
1: Right on.